the Six Pointer Podcast. Hello, we're doing the Six Pointer Podcast. Today we're going to talk about palace losing. Yes, unfortunately we are. Uh, Crystal Palace at uh, home today to Liverpool uh, and we are here with you for pretty much immediate post-match reaction. Slightly delayed. After a, a, brief, well, a, brief, a brief drive over in Selhurst and, uh, and brewing a cup of tea. But yeah, um, it was a 3-1 defeat at home today to, to Liverpool. Uh, as always, myself, Matthew and my brother Luke here to reflect on the, on the game this afternoon. Slightly early kick-off today, 2 o'clock on a Sunday. Uh, which I suppose is you the better of the of the kickoff games on a on a Sunday two o'clock or half one or, or sort of. Well, it's nice, o'clock. like you said, mate. It's, it's nice to come out the ground. And it's nice and light. It just would have been yeah. nicer to come out the ground, nice and light, and with uh, a point or three. But um, there we go. We had a few things go against us today, but um, hey, that's football. Yeah, we did actually, didn't we? It was an interesting game. A game of definitely a game of two halves of Palace. That's for sure. Uh, As of, always. Well, <laughs> it kind of kind of comes with a football uh, territory, doesn't it? But. Yeah, uh, a few changes going into the into the game. Uh, Guaita came back into the to the side in the place of uh, of Butland. Uh, Schluppy came back in. I'm not going to pretend I can't remember who came in back in for actually. Mateta started and they had to be dropped against Brighton. Um, yeah. And obviously Ayu was back on the on the bench yeah. uh, after his uh, Afcon uh, duties. So yeah, it was it was one of those sort of games where we um, I, I felt the first couple of minutes we actually started quite well. High press was on. And then Liverpool had a sort of quite a lot of the ball, and what it took seven, eight minutes. Mm. Uh, one of those corners they had, it had two two corners in quick succession, and the second one of those resulted in a, in a goal. Yeah, I mean, look, look, I mean, we've 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 much maligned Palace's defending from corners um, this season, and it's 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 often been the case that it was like the second ball, second phase of play after sort of the uh, the first corner come in. But look, I I, I can't. You, you you can probably look at the the market. I mean, must admit, I've not seen it back yet. Um, I assume it was either Anderson uh, or Gay that was marking Van Dyke. Um, but yeah, bullet header, great movement, and um, yeah, I can't I can't have too much to complain about that. You've got to appreciate that that was a a great goal and good movement. But um, I'm sure that if you looked hard enough, you could find some fault in Palace's defending there. But yeah, uh, a bullet header really, and probably unstoppable already. To be fair, yeah. Um... Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those ones where Van Dyke is such a unit mm. that all it needs is for him to get free in the box doesn't it and he's gonna get be um, yeah. yeah and it looked like that's what happened as you say not having seen it back we can't say listeners you'll probably have uh, had a few different angles to see it and uh, dissect it rather than uh, than we have but yeah and then kind of the, the theme of the first half continued didn't it Palace trying to play out from the back the crowd getting quite frustrated with that it just, just seemed we didn't want to go to a plan B and 32 minutes in, the ball drops to Oxley chamberlain at the back post and he smashes it in and it's 2-0 and, and Palace are a long way, way away from being anywhere near in the game at that stage, right? Looks game over, I felt. Um, you have to wonder why he had so much space at the back post, but it was a, a good ball to find him, I guess. But yeah, he did seem to be in acres of space and had the chance to take a touch before finishing it. And yeah, um, like you said, Matthew, I think we were inviting pressure on at, at times, you know, playing out from the back with a high press from Liverpool. We were struggling to get out of our own first third of the pitch. Um, and I think like you alluded to during the game, you know, in the second half, Liverpool switched it up and they started going long. And you just hoped that Palace would have done that with 
six foot four Mateta and six foot three Edward on on the pitch, um, even just once or twice just to mix it up a bit and perhaps could get Gallagher and Elise off them. So if they they win the ball is there's the, at least when we're sort of ten yards further up the pitch, I guess. But um, yeah, it's sort of. Uh, rounded out a, a disappointing first half given there was a couple of chances towards the end wasn't there I think Mateta uh, good save from Allison it was wasn't it? it looked like he rounded him but um, managed to get a touch in it as well and there was another chance Elise who who uh, read a, a, I think it was a Matip um, leaving the ball and I, I just hoped he would have hit it first time um, but he took a touch and made the angle quite hard for himself in the end yeah I think he thought he was going to get the Get the beat, have the beat in him, didn't he? When he when he took him on, and unfortunately, he didn't he didn't give him much space? And um, yeah, it was it was. I think though those were sort of flash moments at the end of the first half of the for Palace when they did come back into it, but it wasn't until the second half we actually saw, um, as you've alluded to, Palace changing tactics somewhat and and going longer. Yeah. It wasn't long ball, uh, you know. It wasn't Wimbledon style, was it? But is it, it was exactly as you said. Liverpool had the sort of sense and maturity to do that the second half that Palace didn't in the first and um, yeah we were much higher up the pitch we were <laughs> we were in front of our uh, our halfway line rather than uh, our box which was the case for most of the first half and actually I think despite us trying to play possession I think the stats were like ridiculous I think they might have had like 70% of the uh, possession in the first half but we we look we, we, we did change it up um, and it resulted in in Edward's goal. Was it fifty five? I think it was. It about, wasn't about too ten long. minutes into the second half. Wasn't yeah. It, I think, yeah, and, and yeah, decent ball through to to, to Mateta. I felt was quite unselfish. Yeah, given he had that chance earlier in the game, you'd have thought perhaps he would have been a bit frustrated and th- think he wanted to have a go himself. But then saw French Eddie on his on his left and uh, unselfishly passed it to him to to make a, an easy slot into the back of the net. And uh, good to see Edward grab the ball and ready to get going because that really lifted the crowd and the atmosphere turned up at Sellers Park for probably yeah. the first time uh, this afternoon yeah it was it was pumping wasn't it and I think Liverpool immediately started going long started tight I mean it was time like was yeah there, it? I said to you often it was often I had to go yeah. I said to you my god like the, the keeper was time wasting throw-ins they were just faffing at every opportunity weren't they every every foul every free kick they, they delayed things as long as they could so it's good game management you know it's frustrating as an opposition fan if that's your team you're, you're cheering them on doing the right thing yeah um, and then Palace kind of really were in the ascendancy and it was a case of can we get that second goal uh, number of subs Eze came on IU came on Benteke came off Mateta which I think surprised a lot of the crowd because Mateta was having a really good game and we, we both said why is he making that sub Yeah, I think for, for me it was not taking off Jeffrey Schlupp with about 20 minutes to go because he looked spent yeah, for me. he, shot, he looked absolutely knackered, knackered and I, I, I didn't really understand um, the Edward sub if I'm honest Edward for was it Eze? Um, I think it was yeah. I, I, yeah. whereas I thought I thought that if he'd taken off maybe Gallagher who was you know not ineffective but not as effective as he, as he had been certainly, certainly at the start of the season um, because good good to see like, not because he was coming off but a good, a good attacking swap yeah. there but but yeah some I mean Vieira does you know pull some interesting substitutions out of the hat but again we said that at the time and I said to you look we won't care if it gives us a point yeah. uh, at that point uh, at that stage in the game. So I actually thought, given the first double performance, if we grabbed the point from that game, it would have been, you know, uh, really something to, to cheer about. But even set, having said that, though, some of the chances we did have, you know, you could argue that we we could have actually run away with three points. You know, I mean, that game would have been running um, with them under our arm, bit of a bit of a theft, really. But yeah. you know, look, you know, we pushed, we huffed and puffed a number of chances in in the second half, and it was, it, I think, for me. 
in this first half being so disappointing, it was really good to see Palace come out and give it a go in the second half. Yeah, uh, certainly. I mean, well, how many times have we said that this season, bruv? Like, I mean, yeah. I think maybe... Why does it take that? Well, it's a couple of things, isn't it? It's, Palace don't seem to go into a second half. And for me, Marco Elise, you know, he only t- seems to want to run at wing-backs in the second half. I don't know if that's a game-plan thing or, or whatever, but it seems to be a trend. I mean, it happened in the Millwall game yeah. uh, as well. It happened a few times this season where we sort of, especially where he started games, he starts quite slowly and, and, and comes into the game a bit later on. But... Yeah, and and then I think you know throughout the throughout the the day this afternoon, the referee was much maligned by Palace fans for probably giving in to the Liverpool fans in terms of uh, Liverpool players. Sorry, in terms of every time one of them hit the deck, um, giving a foul, and Palace fans got very frustrated at that, and players as well. You know, there's a couple of flash points. I think Gallagher and Joel Ward got uh, yeah. quite frustrated and book booked for their frustrations in the second half. And the game was was uh, sealed up with what a couple of minutes to go. Um, with just just, just before that, just, just before that, a word on Joe Ward. What's going on with him? He's, yeah, he's he's all he's, he spends most of the game in this in the, in the opposition's half now. He's you know I don't, this must be a it must be a, a sort of a, a tactical thing there, right? Pushing him up because you know, I think do you remember you did the Tottenham podcast with with one of their comedy was called the, the Spurs thing you did before the before oh, yeah, the game? Yeah. But early, was it early in the season or yeah, last season? Yeah, early season. Early season. Well, they, season they they picked out Joel Ward as kind of a, a weak point in the Palace team, and I think a lot of opposition fans would say that you know he's a very sort of not some very sexy name is he on the, on the team sheet but for Palace fans he's you know absolutely solid but solid has turned into um, Brazilian right back I think it's just him uh, learning from, from the training of the team and learning how the team wants to play perhaps and look he's got Nathan Ferguson who's now fit on the bench yeah. and pushing him Nathaniel Klein obviously can't get ahead of him so obviously doing something right in terms of on tra- in training as well but yeah he, he's getting forward more and more and you know I'm all for that especially if you've got Jean-Philippe Mateta on the pitch Joel Ward I, I, up there with Michael Elise I consider to be one of the, our best crossers of the ball so um, all for seeing Joel you know going down the wing and uh, doing what he can he seems to sort of go down the wing and then cut in field a bit more like we saw obviously at the Brighton game and the goal and he did that a couple of times today so um, yeah and I think you've got the positional sense of Anderson and Hughes who tend to drop back into that right back slot when, when needed so uh, yeah it's all for it, mate. All to see Joel yeah. Ward turning into the, the Portsmouth Cafu. <laughs> and then, as you as you began to say, um, sorry to drop you, but I didn't want to ever give a chance to miss up the chance to mention uh, that. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it came Palace's kind of second half desire to get back into the game and get something out of it was kind of halted or stopped, wasn't it? Really, um, when uh, when a VAR decision was um, was involved. And this is one that you show me back, and I'm kind of lean on the fact that I understand where it comes from particularly when the refs asked to go to the screen as we said yeah. you and I had a conversation we left the ground today we were saying the minute that you know a referee is, is told by the referees at um, it's Stockley Park it's to go and to go and look at it they've had the, the, the chance to watch it a number of times over and you kind of think you know there's there's something in this and the referee is very therefore unlikely to, to not go with them but you know this one was a bit you know contentious so I mean, obviously, the other end of the pitch for us. But yeah. I, when I saw it in real time, I thought he clattered him. Uh, obviously, that's lack of perspective as well because he's right behind us. It looked like he clattered him. But then seeing it back, I don't think he's in control of the ball. I think that it's a bad touch of his chest and he's sort of run away from it. And it's very, very soft. And it's a, the fact that he's still, the, the keeper runs into him, kind of, or, or more flops into him, I guess, and his hands are on his chest, but I think, maybe like that. And the bloke makes a meal out of it. It's, it's not like... You know, no two ways about it. 
and uh, yeah, like you say, as soon as it, it well, one as soon as it takes so long, I think that's that's a key thing for everyone in the stadium because you know you don't actually know what's going on. Um, whenever it takes that long, you know that this decision is going to be overturned. I just wonder how long it is going to be until we see a referee with the the balls to sort of say, well, no, actually, I'm sticking with my original decision. I guess with that one. The problem being is that he was so far away from it, really, it's difficult for him to make the right call and therefore he's going to call on the, the knowledge of his colleagues that have seen it from, you know, 12 different angles or whatever. But yeah, look, that killed the game off um, and uh, well, that was it really, wasn't it, to be fair. And after I think that after the delay, it was two minutes in injury time, two minutes of the six in injury time that the Fennett was, was scored and um, 3-1 Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, and it was game over. Mm. Just, just, just to kind of pick up on a bit of a... Uh, sort of run of results we've had so so if you look back to I think it was oh, was it Everton game I think it's Everton game since then I actually think we've only won once Norwich is the only one I can think of we've had a couple of draws in there as the Southampton game followed wasn't there there's obviously yeah. the Tottenham um, Brighton yeah the Brighton point I mean obviously discounted the middle game West Ham was the 3-2 um, yeah that's quite a run of games. Was that six, seven games? We've only sort of picked up one, one win. Yet we are still pretty high. I mean, I've checked the table actually while we uh, while we talk. After filthy while I check the table, but you know, I think we're kind of mid-table and pretty safe mid-table, right? I think we're about ten points or so for the relegation drop. But if you look at this where we were this time last year under Roy, I'm pretty sure we had more points this time last year. It may have done. I, I think. Look, I mean, I think the comparisons between this team and Roy probably need to stop now because, you know, it's, it's, it's a completely different team, isn't it? So it's, that's difficult to do so. And, you know, the man wasn't given any um, sort of backing whatsoever. Um, well, that's not true. He was given some backing, but not nothing near enough. Like, well, the time no, the exactly. The squad, no. Um, so it's difficult to compare the two. But, yeah, no, I, I think the problem problem being, or maybe the, the good thing in this season is that for anyone who watched the... Um, Watford Norwich game. Uh, no, it, that that was such a low quality game. There are some bad teams in this division, and uh, I think you know uh, Palace are pretty safe. Um, and with this inexperienced team, inexperienced manager, inexperienced players, that even though that you know Mark Gay, who we call the Rolls Royce, you know it's it's hard to to believe that he hadn't played a minute, minute of Premier League football before he played for us uh, on the opening day of the season. Um, you know it's going to happen. You could have these inconsistent sort of runs where you go on sort of a couple of wins, a couple of losses. It's, it's going to happen. Um, but no, I, I don't have any fears of Palace in any sort of relegation trouble this season. To be honest with you, um, yeah, I, I think we'd be fine. Um, I think mid-table would, would be something that we could really uh, celebrate. You know, given the fact that start of the season I would have snatched around for 17 position. Absolutely, I think we've probably got. A, well, we have got a run of games now where. Uh, looking ahead, we can we can pick up some points. You know, we've got Norwich in there, Brentford in there, Burnley, uh, I think Wolves as well, um, as well as obviously the the cup game against Hartlepool, which I hear is a sellout, which is absolutely brilliant uh, for Hartlepool because Palace under Palace are uh, subsidising, yeah. yeah. So that'll be a, a really good day. Um, so yeah, just just interesting, isn't it? The comparisons, and like you say, it's a very different team, uh, very different sort of, sort of circumstances that, that the club uh, has had to manage under Vieira. And I think you know we couldn't ask for it to go have gone much better, really, given everything that's gone on. So full of praise for what he's done uh, and his and his team there. But um, yeah, a, sh- a shame that we kind of very nearly came back into it today. But it was a VAR decision that kind of ended things for us and it would have been interesting and very exciting particularly for the neutral watching that game to see if Palace could have yeah. had the last five minutes or so uh, to get back into it but it wasn't to be uh, so um, I forgot to do it the intro so I'm going to do it now at Six Pointer Podcast on the Instagram on the Twitter don't forget 
merchandise is coming soon, Luke. You know what? We've had actually quite a few queries about that, and people want these uh, these T-shirts. And to our Danish friends, I would say that we obviously we're due another trip out to Espia soon. So instead of doing the old postage and, and spending a lot of money on that, we'll bring some out. So uh, get in touch if you do want one. And, uh, yeah, we'll make sure we bring a, a shipment out to to Espia when we go over in March. Uh, just let us know what sizes you want. We're going to be outside the ground on those big plaques, you know, <laughs> six point of podcast T-shirts here. Maybe get half and half scarves, you know, six point of podcast Espia scarves <laughs> oh, as well. Uh, you know, what's that? Uh, uh, car air fresheners, you know, get all the gear. Fifteen quid for the half and half scarves outside Sellers today. Unbelievable. And actually, quite a few people I saw them wearing as well. The, the Palace and oh, Liverpool half half scarves. So, uh, oh dear. Oh well, never mind. Oh dear. Anyway, we'll be back with you uh, for the next game, which is Hartlepool, which we are sitting in the upper tier for. Go on. Which will be interesting. Let's hope it's not too cold because it's going to be a bit baltic up there otherwise. Um, But uh, until then... Stay safe and always up up the Palace! The Six Pointer Podcast. We 